Hey, mum's calling. Should I answer? Yeah. Go on. Hi, mother. Oh, sorry. We're just about to record the podcast, and I've, I don't know if my headphones—I don't know if my headphones on. But Jules looks very happy that I'm talking to you. You can hear me. Don't lie. I'm pretty <laughs> loud. I'm on. Content catch. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Friends, enemies, shut up, Jules, and most importantly, mothers today. We're going to actually, I'm going to go just out on a limb here and say, today we're not talking about content, Jules. This is an hour discussion about mothers. Go. Okay. Um, let's start with your mother. <laughs> no, it's not. Let's start. My mum will be here soon, so I actually hope that she uh, interrupts the show because you'll finally get your, your weird wish. What do you mean weird wish? A weird wish to talk to your mother? Yeah. Why is that weird? But like you just... Because you mentioned it, buddy, our first 70 episodes. First 70 episodes, you reckon? Anyway, happy Mother's Day, Bart. Anyway. Thank you. I mean, what to me? Yeah, to you. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, actually. We, we, we'd like a, a counter if you are a mother and listening to the show, because I'm not sure if, the, um, if you check the Spotify data lately, but it should probably tell us. Well, um, I know one mother that's not listening, and that's mine. Um, because she never. Yeah, does. she hates me. Um, but that's okay. Come we on, persist. Let's, let's not be like that. How are you anyway, Julie? I'm, I'm, Apart from feeling like you're hated from I'm, your own mother, <laughs> I'm good, Barks. And I, let me tell you why I'm good. Because for the, I think the okay. the first time in about three months, I did not go out last night. Jesus, are you alright? I, I, I was I was feeling a bit sick yesterday, and I um decided to park myself on the couch. Nice little glass of vino. I just watched the footy, and well done. And you watched your mob. <laughs> well, I watched, I watched go, down. go down by two points. Let's not talk about that. But I also watched the D's win. So, yeah, good weekend. How are you? Is everything going well? Pretty bloody good. Um, yeah, nothing too thrilling. Um, what did I do? No, last night was very chilled. So nothing, nothing really going on. Just ramped up for a big Mother's Day today. Yeah, I don't really have much planned. But you get more on a present. Um, yeah, but no spoilers here. Why? She'll probably be listening somehow. Even if she listens, it's going to be after the fact that you've given it to her. Oh, no, true. I got her an email. You got her an email? <laughs> I got her an email. No, it's a voucher over an email. But Did you at um, least print it out? Nah, I don't, I don't, fucking, I don't have a printer. Who uh, has a printer at home these days? Do you? Old people. Good chat. Anyway, let's, get, let's talk some content, you reckon, Barks? Yeah, I mean, back to just me and you today. Um, sorry, listeners, but I'll I'll kick us off because we are uh, we got our good mate um, Paddy asked us to talk about this, and NFL did a similar thing, which you you'll take the NFL side of things, but I'll take the NBA side of things. That um, during the week they teamed up with Marvel, and I think I don't know if this is right or wrong, but there was I don't know what the collab the reason was. I saw that it was Marvel Day at ESPN, but I don't know what that means, but. Um, is Marvel Day the same as like World Handshake Day or World Password Day? It's well, just a, a, a celebration that we've missed out on. Well, let's have a look. It's just some Google. light Googling going on here. Marvel Day date? I don't think so. Is there a Marvel Day? April 28th? No. Anyway, so they've just made some shit up. Yeah, anyway, so they teamed up for, <laughs> with Marvel and they that was a series of things they did. Um, one... We'll talk through. I'll link your video that I think I liked. I think it was good. So they basically just compared NBA players to Marvel characters, um, real kids sort of 
focus, but I guess everyone loves. I actually I hate superhero movies, so not everyone loves it. But I was going to say multiple <laughs> age groups, multiple age groups. Um, Do we need to dive into why you hate superhero movies? Yeah, I just think they're all the same. I'm just sick of them. You can add that to the dislikes list okay. if you want. <laughs> I'll add it to the dislikes list right now, so I don't forget. Okay, let's, let's um, chuck it in. But if while I'm you're sure doing plenty that. of others. Plenty of others like it. So I'll, I'll link your video, Jules, but basically they teamed up with Marvel and everything from their setup, like their studio setup, to the in-game um, watchability of like how you actually watch the game with the scoreboard, yada, yada. Um, they even had some mm. effects during the game, which we'll go into, um, that I think is a bit over the top. But we'll watch this first video just to give you a taste. Yeah, is it the, the draft night Steph Curry origin yeah. story? So this isn't anything okay, cool. good. Let's go. Great, but... It'll just give you an idea. A few moments later. Okay. Yeah, All I right. think it's just a good excuse to uh, show the personalities of the players. And as we discovered with Camille last year, how important it is to bring a bit of fun for the kids because that might hook hook them in for the future. But um, yeah, I just think that was that was a cool little uh, collab between the NBA and Marvel. I don't know what your thoughts are, but that was just that part I liked. We'll go into the live stuff first, but um. Zion Williamson was one other they per, one other player they used to sort of compare to his superhero skill of strength. Um, so I don't know if you're a kid, Jules. How how do you enjoy that? Well, I didn't really like that Steph Curry video. If Why I'm not? being completely honest, I just think like it was a bit lazy. Like it was cool when they did that um, that like animation and that showed that part of it, but. I don't know. Like, I just feel like they could have done more there. I, am I? Oh, I mean, am I being too I, fussy there? Depends what you'd wanted them to do. Like, that was just that was just a simple way to advertise the game. So it wasn't. I don't think you also always need to go too far out. It was a good way to tell your story, like comic book style. But even like, all they've done. I don't know. I. I I, I see what they're trying to do, but I don't think that's like a very good execution. I feel like that's a lazy execution where they've just found an old highlights reel and put like some comic text on it and then like one animation in there. Well, maybe they have. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like the premise of it. I just don't like that execution. Yeah. We don't, we don't well, have to like everything. Exactly. And that's why we do this because we like <laughs> to rag on people. No, we'll continue <laughs> that theme actually. And I want your opinion on this, Jules. Um, okay. This was the in-game. Um, what this is how people w- could watch the game on on ESPN too. So, so as you open this, Jules, um, we'll put a link to this in um our our socials as always, listeners. But basically, the the you can choose to watch the game with the real Marvel experience, and that includes some After Effect like animations when a player hits a bucket. Um, yeah, the whole scoreboard looks like a. It's almost like Borderlands if you know that video game Jules but um yeah I, I think I'm bloody glad they they have the option you can watch this on ESPN too yeah. and the normal telecast is on ESPN because if this was the only way you could watch it I think they've gone too far but you'd hey, crack it bit of fun yeah <laughs> I think um I think that's all it is like it's a bit of fun and we'll when we dive into the NFL stuff we can maybe do a bit of a comparison and see who's done it better um but yeah. from my face value I think like Right now, looking at this, the NBA is kind of like panicked after they've seen the the really? NFL one and have gone, "Oh shit! Like we need to do something." Like, but what yeah. are we gonna do? Um, 
And that being said, maybe Marvel and Nickelodeon are two different age groups as well. Like people uh, who are older like superhero movies still, don't you? Like that's imagine like yeah, yeah. That's what I was trying to say before. Like I don't, but I think a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's why they couldn't go as kitty as like can I say Nickelodeon? Kitty? Is is kitty like an okay say thing to want. say? Well you yeah. can't you can't actually as, say it. As like young younger as like um they did with the Nickelodeon stuff. But yeah. I, I I like I like this for a couple of reasons. Maybe we'll jump into the NFL stuff now. Um and, yeah, and we'll, before, yeah, we'll say. Before you do that, that second link I showed you was my favorite one. Nothing to really talk about here, but I just think it's funny. Um, <laughs> did you watch the second video of Zion Williamson airballing a three? And so Zion Williamson's got a smoke trail and an airball. Yeah, so everyone's <laughs> favorite. I feel like every every video editor has probably done this at some point if you're in the basketball world, especially or sport world. But um, you know the old make a three pointer turn into a fire fireball. Yeah, maybe, yeah. But this one's done it on um during live broadcasts, which is I think it's pretty impressive that you can the technology that allows the effect to follow the ball yeah. through a live broadcast. But um Zion Williamson got an air ball and the smoke trail was all was still there. So you also run the risk of because it's live, you don't know if the ball's gonna go in. Go in or not, yeah. And it just looks funny. <laughs> um but that was just a little <laughs> little cherry on top. I wonder how they do all this shit. Do you reckon it's Who just knows? like they track the ball and they press a button and go like smoke? fire yeah but like make doing it live is so much more impressive because it's so tedious doing in post-production Heck, the hell do yeah you do that's live? true um money. anyway yeah, that's well, how you do it money fucking money money the answer to many of things <laughs> many questions um yeah let's go into nfl though all right cool so um nfl did something quite similar during one of their playoff games um i think at the start of the year it's between the the chicago bears and new orleans saints um so, Barks, I sent, I put a link in the the show notes, which you can just kind of like watch as we're talking through this because it's the highlights of um, everything that they did during the broadcast. But obviously a big part of Nickelodeon's coverage is the slime. Like they've done that right throughout. Even when I was a kid growing up, like Nickelodeon was synonymous with slime. So what they've done, number one, they've brought in their own commentary panel. So I'm not sure whether um, the NBA did this or they just used their regular commentators. The, no, I think just regular. Yeah, so the NFL brought in like a Nickelodeon star, that the girl that sits in the middle, I'm not sure of her name, um, and two younger um, broadcasters, one who was a former NFL player and one who's a, a young and up-and-coming commentator. So they've already addressed like that issue of really professional broadcasters and they've brought it back down to a level that kids can receive. Um they did a really good job and almost like a cringeworthy job of explaining stuff in more like kids' terms. Like one of the um, broadcasters kind of was relating the way to like a sprint down the field to like doing your homework at the last minute. So it's really, <sighs> it's really like cringy. But I guess it, I, I'm thinking that it's cringy from like an adult's perspective watching the game. Yeah. Um, you can see it there. They use different um, kind of animations for a touchdown. Like there was a massive slime thing that comes up in the end zone, which they stuck to rather than like cutting towards the player's celebration. They did like googly eyes on players during the middle of the game and like little animations on their helmets. And they had um, Nickelodeon cartoon characters popping up during the game and during replays and stuff like that. And the actual, the goals the when you had to kick it through for the point after they put like spongebob or patrick in them yeah Yeah. Yeah. um and they actually came up with all these like different um 
like cartoon cutscenes from SpongeBob. Um, so they were like comparing the two quarterbacks, one to SpongeBob, one to Patrick, and like they had all these cutscene animations where, like during the game, they'd just run through them. So that was really cool. Um, mm. I think that was really nice. And then the one thing that I love that they did. Um, I don't know if you're up to this point of the video yet, but at about um, two minutes 30, they they use um, young Sheldon. I don't know if you're familiar with that character from the Big Bang Theory, like Sheldon Cooper, who's the nerd, and then yeah, they did a spin-off called... It. Oh, it literally just popped up then. Yeah. So they use young Sheldon to, like, explain the rules because he's the nerd, and he That's explains really... it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, I see what you mean about NBA feels like because this looks like they've gone to that much thought and preparation from uh, before this before the day actually happened, whereas NBA does feel a bit last minute. God, it's impressive what they can do with the on-field stuff, though. Yeah, it is. Like, like that, I'm up to the part where a touchdown is scored and all the green slime looks 4D over the players from yeah. the wide angle. So uh, similar to the, like, um, the NBA, it was broadcast on the normal channel with none of this stuff but it was also simultaneously broadcast on nickelodeon so it means like you could watch either but i don't know what you're thinking but like if i if i was watching with my kid or whatever it might be and i was watching a game of afl and the only way to get them to sit there and not interrupt you and not ask like a million questions sorry this sounds really terrible but it's also why i'm not a parent was to put on like (laughs) a, a nickelodeon coverage which is a bit more like cartoony and stuff Fuck, I would do that. Like, yeah, that's what, hun- that's what I was sort of going with. The, the um, I know the Steph Curry thing wasn't the best, but you yeah. never know if if that's the one thing that a kid is invested. So that kid watches that and he thinks, oh, Steph Curry is like a superhero, and then mm. that creates a long term fan that he has their own kid or they have their own family, and now they're all a Warriors family. Like, what if that's the one thing that got him into it? And similar with this, yeah, I, I think that's so true. And it's like if it's something that you can bond with, like your your kid over like that's that's pretty powerful as well like in terms of yeah you know we were saying connect with camille last week like creating that connection again what you said to a mascot because a mascot never changes but like if you also have like a fond memory of sitting down with your parent and watching like a game and having a nice time like every week you start to do that because it's entertaining that's probably as special of a memory as anything else um I kind of got a question for you on the back of this. Like, having yes, seen both me. examples, do you think this would work in Australia? I think so. I think I like. I think it's very easy to sit here as twenty-eight-year-old and whatever you are, thirty-seven or something, um, and say that. <laughs> say, oh, an age gag. How say original. that it's. <laughs> well, I mean, you're like a year older, so it's not that. <laughs> um, I think it's very easy to sit here with the age we are and say it's lame, but. If you actually think about it, I think it's incredibly smart and that's probably a great, great timing with Camille last week with Benny the Bull, the importance of that. But um, I don't see why it couldn't work in Australia. I'm sure knowing our culture a bit, there would be a lot of tearing it to shreds. But I, I think you just got to think of it with a bit of a open book of how how kids would watch it. And obviously you can't, like we don't remember what it would be like to watch this sort of thing Yeah, when we were the age group that ate um, aiming it towards but yeah Yeah. i think i think it could do you i I think yeah a couple of points um i think like the afl i think when they did afl x they were trying to do stuff like that but kind of missed the mark and maybe tried to make it too too physical like at the ground like the super duper light up stuff and like yeah it's Mm. cool but 
Um, I think it would work really, really well for the Big Bash, like incredibly well because you imagine all that like ball tracking stuff that they can do with Hawkeye or whatever. And if you make flames come out once the ball's been hit, just even on a replay or like um, the helmets like doing up and like superhero characters and all that kind of stuff, I think – it would work so it would lend itself so well to that. And that's already got a kid focus, like in terms of their going to the game and making it kid friendly and family friendly. It, yeah. It would work really well. Um, I also think like bringing it back to stuff that we get excited about. Remember when we got so excited when they're like the mirrorless cameras came in for Fox and yeah. they were like, Oh, how good's this shot? Like, and a lot of people around Australia probably thought the same thing. Like people who enjoy sport, um imagine that yeah, that's i guess that's the the proof concept right like if we're getting excited over the clean vision imagine how excited kids would yeah. get over like seeing that vision but with like cut their favorite cartoon characters integrated or whatnot um yeah that's a good point and yes again you know you know it'd be cool let's get a kid on <laughs> to talk us through <laughs> if they enjoy it like a quick sick no that'd be great but um <laughs> I was just thinking while you were saying that, I reckon an underrated part of this, and we didn't see an example of any NBA or NFL, but with Australian landscape, player buying. So I think it becomes lame until someone, a known star or whatever, can have some sort of buying. Like I'm not going to, I'm not saying they should act like a superhero or do something lame that gets thing, but I don't know whether yeah. it's an interview talking about, I don't know, their favourite superheroes growing up or something that makes it, Almost like cool and accepted, even if it is aimed towards kids, because I think that's where it would get um, torn to shreds in Australia. Yeah, oh, well, that's the other thing. Like we we do have athletes um, that are parents, right? Like so, to be able to connect yeah, with, that's true. like you just lean on them surely to connect with the kids. Maybe you don't rely on like the the younger, um, the younger players across number codes to be able to have that conversation because like maybe they can't like maybe they don't have younger yeah. siblings like imagine if it, they came like we were athletes and they came up to us and be like oh can you talk to kids i'd be like well, i don't know what to say to them like yeah that's true. <laughs> um, how you going you know, yeah you know it's funny like with the age group of people coming through the um, professional systems like your 17 and 18 year olds tell me that some of them don't still love things like superheroes <laughs> and like, cartoons yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. Um, anyway, listeners, think, let us know what you think if you had any thoughts on this. Um, NBA versus NFL sort of doing similar things, but um, slide into our DMs, do whatever you want to see what, to <laughs> give us your thoughts. Thank, also, thanks, Patty, for um, the topic yes. starter because I think this was a good follow-up from um, where we left off with Camille last week talking about like the importance of engaging this younger audience um, and maybe dedicating more time to like just working out what's good. Like We know TikTok's good, but... like can we go a step further? Like, should we start doing some of this cool stuff with um, and, and bring it back to an AFL level because obviously that's where we work. But, like, should we start doing more of these, like, kind of animations around training footage that we get? Yeah, it's a pain in the ass, but, you know, if it works, it works. Yeah. And one other thing on the kids' um, whole Benny the Bull mascot talk is, have you seen a lot in Australia of teams doing stuff with their mascot? I know, like, teams have, um, like... West Coast Eagles use their mascot fairly well and Essendon used to use their mascot fairly well. Um, For, but, but not as not to the level that 
America has. Because I, so after I chat with Camille the day after or whatever, I went to look at Benny the Bull again and sort of look at his page. And that get me, kept me um, jumping from mascot to mascot. Mascot. Their own Inst- Instagram pages. I'm like, a lot of teams do it. Yeah. Like, there wouldn't be one in Australia, right? No, there's um, Skeeter. Um, shout out to Basil Zakali who used to, to run Skeeter and did a really good job. Um, he, so the Essen mascot has one, and the West Coast Eagles oh, one definitely okay. has one as well. I don't know his name. I did not know that. Um, very ignorant of me. What's Skeeter? How the fuck do you spell Skeeter? EFC Skeeter is the thing. Oh wow, okay. I didn't know that he had his own page. Um, all right. Oh. I understand that you have another bit of content that you want to talk about here, Michael. You understand correctly. Just a quick one, because um, bit of a, bit of a, topic starter. Um. Still in the basketball world, the Portland Trailblazers put home, put out a video um, welcoming fans back home for the first time. So a nice little welcome home video. But I want you to watch the um, transitions specifically. So when I say transitions, um, I think so often I know I've been victim, like I've, I've done this, that when you think of being creative with the video editing process, you sort of think that it's got to be done in post-production. But this is a great example of... Um, it being done in pre-production. So I'll link you this video, but just have a watch at how they've obviously planned um, the filming of this and the transitions to flow um, scene to scene. That's so cool. That's great. Because that would yeah. also like um, the way it ended, it would almost just keep looping, wouldn't it? Like yeah, you could just keep watching it back to back to back. Yeah. I think it um it's not necessarily things that haven't been done before, but um and it doesn't need to be much of a discussion point, but just wanted to sort of shout out whoever did that from the Blazers editing team because um yeah, really enjoyed that. You're right, very like clever um clever use planning. of planning and also like um what's it called? The fact that they didn't use any players to kind of like build up excitement for a returning game. Like I think good that's nudge. good. Because it also shows like what else people are excited to see at a stadium and it might be like the merch or it might be like walking up the, like some simple shit like walking up the escalators to get to your seats, the dancers, the yeah. the atmosphere, like the stadium itself. I think that's you, point. you forget that people don't just get excited for the, the game but like the, the ritual of it. So, no, that's a really yeah. sweet find. Thank you. Um, on your, on your to, Rip City. On your Rip City. Shout out to whoever did that. Um but let's move on from let's move on from this. Let's move on, and I tell you why. Because on Mother's Day, um, one thing you, you you really like to do is like spoil your mum, obviously, and gets a bit harder when you you you're living out of home and you're not so around every time. So, but the one thing I like to do on Mother's Day, Michael, is is make my mum some breakfast. And you, and you know what I cook for breakfast? Eggs. Egg of the week. Egg of the week. You're getting better at that cracking egg noise. I reckon you wake up most mornings in the mirror and go, oh, no, that wasn't it. No. It's, it's kind of like a Donald Duck noise if you, it is if you really Actually, think I'm, about I'm it. Really, I really couldn't. That was not good for me. You're far better at that. Um, I'm going to link this to you. I've got uh, Egg of the Week, um, and in a surprise to no one, it's football-related, but in a, also in a surprise to no one, it's... Um, it's just just watch it. Um, watch it, and then we can have a discussion about. It. This is from the the commentary of the Friday night game, I believe it was. 
yeah, Friday night footy between Richmond and Geelong. Um, and this is involving Luke Hodge and Brian Taylor. Duck was talking about before, that's the fifth intercept mark from Richmond. Geelong haven't had one yet. Why is that an intercept mark, Hodgie, given he was playing on him? Isn't that just a mark? Well, when they kick it, BT, and they intercept it, it goes down as an intercept mark. Well, they just, they're just playing one-on-one with his man. He marked it. Yeah, that, it's a mark, but it's an intercept because they kicked it. <laughs> what? It's such a ba- <laughs> what? Such a basic thing that happens is like every... Oh. I don't know, five minutes. It's so bad, isn't it? <laughs> it's hilarious. Just um, like, I, I couldn't believe it, would I? I don't know where the BT is not being serious and like doing it to like maybe cause some sort of discussion or provocation, but also credit to Luke Hodge for just not buying into it at all and just <laughs> yeah, making just- BT look like an absolute <laughs> egg. He's just turned around and gone like, well... It's an intercept mark because it wasn't made for them. <laughs> yeah. And like, even when he's like, oh, it's easy to get him. Hodges is like, well, yeah, yes. But you're still going to mark the ball. Yeah. I, honestly don't, I honestly don't know with BT. Like, I you just have never no know what he you? means and what he <laughs> what his angle is. <laughs> oh, um, shit. That's it. Yeah, that's one of my eggs. I've got another one, but you can go if you've got one. Yeah, I like a bit of uh, bounce back, bounce back egging, if that's a yep. thing. I'm gonna egg myself just quickly. I don't have much this week, but um, you know, got to the got to the office Friday. Oh no! And it's a good it's a good hour trip. But Friday we're having some drinks after work, so you know, do the right thing. Don't drive in. Enjoy the night. But I got there after train and tram, train and tram trip, bit over an hour. Get there. The only thing, because we're all used to working in lockdown and remotely, I needed was my hard drive to successfully work the day. And I get there, no hard drive. And it's just that moment of realisation that I've got no option but to travel back. So I did. And basically two and a half hours later, I got back to the office with my hard drive. And that Jules, is... Yeah, go. Sorry. I'm just going to cap this off because when I hopped back in the tram... Um, oh, no. There was something... There was a guy in front of me that reminded me of what's just happened. And it felt very close to home. Um, oh, I think no. I messaged you calling myself an egg. But guess who was in front of me and guess what his job was, if you can see this. <laughs> Three cartons of eggs. Oh, dear. So you had the egg delivery man in front of you. Well, that's you, just a sign. Just to rub it in. Yeah. That's that's so brutal as well. Like there's nothing worse than forgetting something. That's just a waste of time. I know. And but I really felt for you. Yeah, big egg. I don't feel like you did. But because um, that's not really you, is it? No yeah. feeling. No, no feelings. feelings. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm no emotion. Um, no emotion. Um, what was I going to say? And I, I'm usually pretty good at that stuff like that. Yeah, like that really you're pretty organised. You just, just got to ride with it. Um, what's what's your second egg? Um, my second egg, um, also football related. So, rising star this week. Um, let me just open it and I'll share it. But rising star this week went to um. <laughs> I don't actually know who it went to in the end. I think it went to Jacob Kishitsky from um, from Hawthorne. But I just want to show you this, um, this graphic that Channel 7 put out. Um, okay. Let's see when we get it. Um, it is the most confused graphic I have ever seen in my life. Um, oh, that's not him. <laughs> so Channel 7 have obviously like the social people there have tried to um, 
get a bit ahead and put in a couple of predictions of who is going to be the rising star for the week. <laughs> the caption on the picture reads, Luke Jackson, Luke Jackson gets his rising star nom. The, the picture of the player is Luke Jackson from the Melbourne Football Club, but then the text on the graphic says, rising star Jacob Kaczynski, 20 disposals, one goal win. So maybe just a little bit more checking over at Channel 7, you big eggs, because... <laughs> I mean, it's happened to all of us out there, hasn't it? That's pretty... It has happened to all of us, but this is pretty bad. Like, not to... Everyone makes mistakes, but egg. Egg. I wonder how, we, we, I wonder we, we how didn't come in, Sorry, we didn't come here to justify, like, people being eggs. They're just an no, egg. True. Like, true. just, just be on. better. <laughs> it's more importantly, are those stats right? Or is that... I, um, I have no idea. I don't know yeah. whose stats they are. Like, I... Probably a third person. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually um, Eddie Betts' stats from last week. It's, it's some <laughs> random veteran. Um, boss of the week. Boss of the week. Boss of the week. Boss, 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 boss. Boss of the week. Boss. Um, you know I love that intro every time you do it. That's one of yeah. the best things you've brought to this Thank you. podcast. Thank you. Um, I've got a boss of the week. I've actually got two bosses of the week. So nice. how about I kick things off? Well, you this can go one... back to back because I haven't got one this week. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, go. I'm used to carrying. So we'll go. This one was submitted by a good friend Rose. How are you going, Rose? Rose. Rose from Carlton. She submitted this one from the 76ers. So you know how we always bag Ben Simmons, uh, your favorite? <laughs> yeah, this is years. good. So the 676 is tweeted during the week, um, must have been straight after the win. So credit to the social media manager of the 76ers. Um, they tweeted the his emoji, the smoke blowing out of the nose emoji, and then a Simpsons meme will say with, um, I don't remember the context of this this scene from the Simpsons. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's from the, um, when um, I didn't do it episode where Bart goes famous for saying I didn't do it. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, so it's got the first... The first image is the class all turning around in excitement looking at Bart in text and the text says, say the line. Um, and then it's a screenshot of Ben Simpsons <laughs> tweeting his favourite emoji after every win. And then the next one is just the Simpsons, <laughs> crap. Simpsons that is class going nuts. so sensational. Real good but, sense of humour from... That's um, very smart. Yeah. Um, thanks, Rose. That that's that's pretty funny. We go on about these bloody emojis every week, so it's very, very relevant. Um, my next one, quick one. Yeah. To, you you had a bit of a rant about uh, the prison bar game. Last oh year, my god! Last week. Yeah, Did I you saw see... this last night. Yeah. So quick one. Port uh, won the game against Adelaide, and they changed into their um, prison bar Guernseys for the song, which I think is quite funny. Um, because uh, they obviously weren't told they couldn't do it after the game. I just think this is such a fucking waste of time. <laughs> it's, I rate the pettiness of it. I rate the pettiness of it, but Jesus, like, come on. Oh, it is. But, you know, if it means something to them internally, this is a bit of a win. Uh, get, around the, get around it. It's hilarious, isn't it? It's so funny. Hopefully it just it stops it now. You're right. It's gone on a bit. Don't don't you think? I think we spoke about it last week, but don't you think um, that they could just put a little bit of teal in that jumper somewhere, and all these problems would be solved? I think so, <laughs> and it would look more poured anyway. Yeah, exactly. It look cool because teal's an amazing color. Yeah, 
Um, it's just the historic value, I guess. Yeah, that's that's um, yeah, dickheads. Uh, anyway, I think I think we've spoken <laughs> think we've enough today. Out. I think we've worn out today. Um, should we should we maybe look at wrapping this one up? Let's wrap the bad boy up because we've got places to be, mothers to give presents to. Although, if we wait another twenty minutes, maybe your your mum will come on the show. Yeah, smart smart boy, Jules. That's why we want to wrap it up. Maybe I've actually just found another bit of content I want to talk about. <laughs> Let me open it. <laughs> Let me open it. Oh shit! Can't find it. <laughs> okay, guys, wrap it up. No. Yeah, it's friend, funny. Friends and enemies, thank you again for tuning in uh, to this this special themed episode. I think like building on the conversation from last week, but obviously, kids' content is going to be something that just keeps getting more and more important over the years. So. Um, it's exciting to see and have a look at what other teams are doing um, and maybe look at what we can do in this space as well. But Barks, I, we spent some time on Friday night together. We had a few drinks, but it's still a pleasure to see you every Sunday. Thank you. Thank you. It is. It, it's a highlight of my weekend and um, I'm just afraid the more we talk about it, the more emotional I might get. So we'll, we'll leave it there. Hey, quick question though. Did Elise listen to last week's episode? Yes. What and did she, she say was... about Brad dying? <laughs> oh, okay, I made a crude <laughs> joke about Brad dying. Let's not get that twisted. Um, she said she was driving in the car and when you started laughing about that after I said it, she just said her face was, she did not find it humorous in any any sense. Her face was just deadpan, <laughs> just like pissed off, even though she was in the car, like there's no one around her. But, you know, luckily Elise has a great sense of humor, so it was all okay. Kind of serves you right. You knew that was going to happen. You yeah, poked the bear on it. that one. There's nothing is better it? in life than a laugh. Nothing were better in life than pissing off your girlfriend. And a laugh. And a laugh. All right. Yeah. Well, for, on that note. for everyone, here's my, um, here's my son. We're saying <sighs> goodbye. Happy Can Mother's Day. Can you give us some butt support? Are you going to give us some meow? butt support. He doesn't need no, butt support. Do here. see you bernie you see your listeners bernie's cracking it he's um, cracking it we'll see, see you all next week and maybe we could tee up some sort of guest i mean i'm gonna be honest we don't have anything planned but a week's a long time in the content catch up <laughs> a week's a long time in football <laughs> and on yeah. that note we're signing off peace <laughs>